0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guests are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togenet Entertainment, or The Owners Group, Inc.
1: It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good some bad, but from everyone there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called paying it forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you, with you paying it forward too.
2: Well, welcome to Paying It Forward This Week. It's Josephine here. So I would first like to start my show off today with a salute to a man who held his hand out to me personally as an entrepreneur. His name? Charlie Bullis. As many of you know, I attended a big trade show two weeks ago called ECRM. Well, I was able to attend that show because of Charlie, who was the founder and CEO of ECRM. When I got to the show, I was so excited to see him, but was surprised when the staff members told me he was not going to be present at the show. When I returned home, I called to follow up and was told he took a leave of absence. Monday, I got the dreadful news Charlie had suddenly passed away. Wow, I was shocked and saddened. I want to dedicate this show today to Charlie for all he has done for me. His son Mitch wrote, let's celebrate my dad's life because that's what he would have wanted. Charlie, I salute and thank you for the hundreds, if not thousands, of entrepreneurs you've helped in your lifetime. So with that, let's have a great show in honor of Charlie. Let's move on to the business tip of the week. First, I need to give another great big shout out to Stacey Krell. As everybody knows, if you listened to my show last week, she's a personal organizer and a lifestyle expert. Stacy is working on my home office with me, and I cannot wait. I know I have been promising you for weeks for a picture of my home office, but it's still a work in progress, and I must admit, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so as soon as it is perfected, I will put that picture up on the website so everybody can see, but um. Stacy had me convinced that there was one and only one mobile filing cabinet that I needed to get, and it's made by a company called Alpha, and I researched it. It seems like the only place you can get it is at the Container Store, and I just decided yesterday that I needed to take a trip into Manhattan to actually get one of the last Alpha Mobile filing cabinets available in the tri-state area, and I believe the reason is because during last week's show, I told everybody how great the filing cabinet was, that... It actually is almost sold out. So I have to say, I was so happy I went into the city. I got my filing cabinet. I was pounding it together with my five-year-old, and I am absolutely thrilled. I love it. If you are a stay-at-home mom, if you are an entrepreneur out there, Trust me, go get this. It's one of the best things I've ever done. So, the container store is where you can get that. So, big shout out to Stacy. If anybody wants some really good tips, she's got an incredible blog, but you can find her at www.stacytheorganizer.com. And Stacy is spelled S T A C. I. Okay, so with that, we are going to have an incredible show today. I'm so so excited to introduce you to my guest today. His name's Jonathan J Dog Letterman. Now, Jonathan is the owner of Get Motivated with Jonathan J Dog Letterman. He provides life and business advice services. He has a voiceover service. He's a public address announcer, and he's also he also provides MC services. Jonathan is known as a spiritual emcee as he has been giving back to the community for over 30 years, which is why I just thought Jonathan would be an incredible guest for paying it forward. So... With that, I'd like to welcome you, Jonathan, to Paying It Forward. How are you this morning?
0: I'm doing great, Josephine. I thank you for having me on. It's, a, it's truly an honor to uh, be able to spread a, a message uh, you know, of paying it forward. Uh, one of the things in my bio that uh, I mention a lot of times, I was involved in the Junior Chamber of Commerce, the JCs, for over 18 years in South Florida. Uh-huh. And the last line of their JCs creed, it says that service to humanity is the best work of life. And I think it's very important for us as business people to understand that when we give, we get. It's like Bob Berg talks about in his book, The Mm Go-Giver. When you go and do great deeds in the community, there is a return on that investment.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I agree with you so much, Jonathan. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, this man, Charlie Bolas, who was a good friend, he gave back to so many people that, honestly, he didn't even really know me that well. And here he was providing and helping an entrepreneur just because he felt that I could use his help. He gave back to the community in so many ways that he's touched so many lives. And, you know, Jonathan, the problem sometimes as... I hate to use that word, struggling entrepreneur, because it does take a long time sometimes to get your business up and running. But Jonathan, I mean, how can we, if there's not a lot of finances out there, to be able to dedicate um, money toward a cause, how can you suggest that an entrepreneur out there can still give back? Because there's so many ways, I'm sure.
0: Well, there's a lot of uh, programs that you can piggyback on, you know, i I look at the events, for example. I'm going to be uh, giving of my time, and I did a trade agreement. Uh, here in Coral Springs, Florida, we have a big mall called the Coral Square Mall. And every year, a uh, organization, Place Right Enterprises, puts on the kids' convention. And I was contacted by Place Right to be the MC on Sunday. And giving of my time. Uh, to emcee the event is going to put me in front of people and, of course, give me great exposure in the marketplace. And one of the things we can do is finding ways to give back of our time. Uh, Another great way is sometimes giving a gift certificate. If you have, you know, a brick-and-mortar type business uh, Mm -hmm. that's retail-based, be it a restaurant, be it a hair salon, whatever your business is, you can sometimes give a small gift certificate to be used in a chance drawing. And in return, you receive that ad in the program book. Or the master of ceremonies stands up and says, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank XYZ Hair Salon for donating a haircut and blow value of $20, which we'll be raffling off in the next one hour. And the proceeds to benefit and whatever charity it is. Uh, Another way is opening up your business, uh, if it's conducive to this, to do a night for a charity. Uh many local restaurants will do a program where they'll give 10% back to the community. Imagine if in your business, you can do a day where from every sale you make, you give a dollar, 2 dollars depending on the items that, you know, you have and if they're low ticket, medium ticket or high ticket items.
2: Oh wow. Uh, I I love these ideas. I mean, this is absolutely great. And you're so right, you know. I, I know a lot of the entrepreneurs that I know, some are just starting out, some are well established, but you are able to show us, Jonathan, many ways that we can give back, even if it's a small ticket item. Like my Glovey is only retail for four ninety nine. But you're a hundred percent right. If there is a children's program or whatever, I can just donate a whole case to them and they can you know, share them with the audience or I guess that would be a way of giving back or they can raffle it off.
0: Right. There's so many things. It's, it's about being creative sometimes. Yeah. Uh, many times what happens is we tune into, uh, and I hate to ever say anything negative about organizations, but we find ourselves tuned into CNN. And you know what okay. CNN stands for? <laughs> Constantly negative news.
2: Right, okay. I did hear that,
0: but I didn't want to say it, John. Well, I'm a, I, me as the guest, I, I can say it. You we don't want to back. put you in jeopardy of losing sponsors. But the uh, the whole thing, Josephine, it's it's being creative and and finding positive ways to give back. Uh, one of the things that I love to do in the in the community is I love to go to my local Starbucks, set up my uh, my computer. And, uh, you know, start just talking to people. I call it my three-foot rule. Okay. And if you're within three feet of me, you're going to be hear about who I am, what I do, and I'm going to ask you what you do, what brings you to Starbucks today, what brings you, in, you know, and what happens is it starts forming relationships. And a lot of times I will have my American Cancer Society canister with me, and a lot of times I wear my... Uh, my Relay for Life hat out into the general public or my Relay for Life jacket. Living mm-hmm. in South Florida in the summer, it rains a lot. So I have this Relay for Life rain jacket that I wear. And what's really cool about it and, and about the three-foot rule is, and having the canister, is I was walking up and down a uh, business district, knocking on knocking on doors, going into local businesses. Gentleman was on the phone. So I waited. He finished his call, he reached into his register, and he pulled out a $5 bill. And he put it in a canister. And I said, you're not going to ask. He said, I read your jacket. (laughs) And I thought that was like, (laughs) so small things like that, if you're associated with a charity... And-
2: I love, I just have to say, as far as Relay for Life goes, what an organization. I It had moved me so much. I was involved in it last year at a local um, high school here, Jonathan, and the way that they had lit all the candles for all, in memory of all the people that passed away from cancer and their There were pictures of kids with their parents. I get all choked up thinking about it, but um, it is just such an incredible organization, and I just want to encourage anybody out there to just, you know, Google Relay for Life and see if there's a local chapter right there in your community. I am sure that there is, and trust me, by giving to them, you will get back so much more in return. So I'm so glad, Jonathan, you brought up Relay for Life because that's a great way to give back. But we're going to take a really quick break right now, and I can't wait to hear some more news from Jonathan Letterman. We'll be right back, everyone.
1: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jurasi. right after these on toginet.com. Hey moms, juggle your hats with our mom of many hats, Angie Mozilla. Friday afternoons at 5 Eastern, 4 Central on the Mom to Mom Network. Moms are always juggling their hats. the show and Angie, check out her website azmommomminihats.com She is a strong woman. She is powerful. She is wonderful. And she is valuable. Mom of Many Hats with Angie Mazzillo. Friday afternoons at 5 Eastern, 4 Central on the mom to mom Network. Have you been laid off? Thursday nights at 8, 7 central here on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girassi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone.
2: We're having a great show here today with Jonathan Letterman. So, Jonathan, I'm curious, how did you get involved, or how did you start becoming um, motivational? You really are a motivational speaker, right? Well,
0: I, I prefer to use the term inspirational speaker. Okay. Because sometimes motivation is a little bit fleeting. Okay. You know, how many times have you gone to a seminar, you've listened to this phenomenal, phenomenal speaker, and you've left the seminar. And for the next three days, you're motivated, but on day Uh four, you're back to the way that you've done things, where being an inspiration, the inspiration lasts. It's it's a spark that never goes out. And how I uh, became an inspirational speaker was uh, quite interesting. As you can tell, I love to talk. <laughs> um, I wasn't always this way. Um, in, the fourth, in the fourth grade, I was diagnosed with a uh, learning disability, which uh, we later found out was a, a tinge of dyslexia. Okay. And I've been battling that on and off, and people that uh, see me on Facebook, they will see. My spelling isn't always right. <laughs> yeah, but I Jonathan,
2: always... I just have to add in here that my take on dyslexia is most of the time that people are absolutely brilliant. Because they have to train themselves how to do something that, it's not natural to us, but it's a lot easier. The way you have to start decoding how you read and write.
0: Yeah. And being, and, and overcoming that and uh, also, you know, being small in stature growing up and, and getting picked on a little bit. And, you know, going through things that most people go through. My parents were divorced when I was 12 years old. Uh, And, uh, unfortunately, during that time, my friends and I, we decided we're going to hotwire the maintenance golf cart, and uh, we got run over by a golf cart. And the paramedics paramedics said, uh, four inches either way, I wouldn't be uh, sitting here on the phone talking to you today. Uh, So, overcoming some of that adversity, um, overcoming self-doubt, and then I uh, was out at a Fourth of July event in uh, July of 1989. And the junior chamber of commerce was having their booths all set up to sell watermelon and everything, and uh, do the fireworks. And they were circulating a petition to ban the burning of the American flag. Well, coming from a family whose grandfather is a decorate, for, decorated uh, soldier in the military, Bronze wow. Star winner, and uh-huh. having a father that served in the Marines. I said, I'll sign the petition because my theory is I don't mind if you burn my flag. Just wrap yourself in it first. Uh, That was just my thought process. And they had a program called Speak Up, which helped people to become better communicators, better speakers. I entered the uh, competition uh, on a state level, uh, made the callbacks, and uh, didn't do too well in the callback. Mm -hmm. But I was in the top five. So I said, you know, a good accomplishment, first time out, there's always room to grow. Uh, Worked with a couple of people, honed my skills. And in February of 1990, I was the winner of the third quarter speak-up competition for the Florida JCs, in which I delivered a speech about keeping the dream alive. And I utilized... People like John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, and the founder of the J.C.s, Henry Giesenbeer, and how all four of these kept the dream alive, and how we as J.C. members have an opportunity to keep dreams alive. And Jonathan, I, Jonathan, I
2: just need to let you know I have goosebumps, and I haven't even heard the speech.
0: <laughs> and I, and, and I, I. Brought it all together and closed with Langston Hughes's, hold faster dreams for if they die, they're broken-winged birds, they cannot fly. Hold faster dreams for if you let them go, they become barren fields filled with snow. Well, as I closed the speech, 1,000 people rose in in unison and gave me a standing ovation. So I knew that I had a little bit of a talent. I then said...
2: Unbelievable, Jonathan. I wish I was one of those thousand people in the audience.
0: And I I realized I had a little bit of a talent, so I started to um, develop a, a program called the Five Keys to Success, which are be on time, have a positive attitude, respect yourself and other people, work hard, and study. And I started to present this pro bono to elementary, middle, and high school students, I think it. that's
2: so important, Jonathan. I just want to say that it's so important to start young while they're in high school that we teach them the fundamentals because all of these five steps you just mentioned, they need for everything they do in their life going forward. I think it's brilliant.
0: And I came up with that, and I was doing pro bono work, and then I decided, you know what, there's got to be a way to, to, to make some money as a speaker. But I put it on the back burner, as I did what many, many people do. I went to work, got a job, started selling advertising. Uh, and in between, uh, I lost my, one of my jobs. And while I was out of work in uh, January of 2002, I looked up the United States Peace Corps. And I said, wow, this would be great. You know, it looks like a great thing. So I decided I'll put in my application did all the paperwork and in July of 2002 I was on a plane to San Francisco for the staging of what would become a volunteer program with the United States Peace Corps in the Philippines oh wow and I went to the I went to the uh, the Philippines as a United States Peace Corps volunteer in July of 02 and came home in February of 03 because of some medical issues uh I went from weighing 208 pounds to 178 pounds in a oh, uh, wow. six-month period of time. Uh, quick, <laughs> uh, quick weight loss program there. And, uh, <laughs> not, not one I recommend. But Don't the rewarding, tease
2: us, Jonathan. <laughs> the, the,
0: rewarding, the rewarding factor of it all was I had an opportunity to work at a regional rehabilitation center for youth in Bawang La Union, which is in uh, northern Luzon in the Philippines. Okay, and I, I learned a little bit of Tagalog, and I have you know my broken Tagalog gets me by when I speak to some Filipinos, uh, and it's quite interesting. But even while I was there, I would find myself talking to the kids, and I became their basketball coach, and their Scrabble coach, and the chess coach, and uh, interesting aspect there. And then when I got home, one of the uh, third covenants of the uh, Peace Corps is that when you become a returned Peace Corps volunteer, you go and share with others. So I started going back into the schools, sharing my Peace Corps experience, you know, coming in with my little statue of the Carabao and my little jeepney. Uh, you know, I have a diecast jeepney that I bring with me and uh, the bag and my Peace Corps teddy bear and, and the kids, Seem to do that, and I greet them in Tagalog, and then I I say, you're probably wondering what the person in front of you just said. (laughs) Well, that was a greeting in Tagalog, and I translate, and I explain my Peace Corps experience. And I believe that in business we can relate all of this, and that's another way to give back is you don't have to have a lot of money. If you have an elementary school in your area, and you set aside an hour a week, one hour a week, just to go volunteer help the kids to read, help them with math, or go out and help the P.E. coach. Um, it's kind of funny to watch me run now because I'm five foot five, two 208 pounds, and the body doesn't do what it wants to
2: do. You're so funny, Jonathan. But I have a quick question for you. Let's see. Let me see. Wait a second. Um, I have to see. Somebody just sent me an email, and they just asked, okay, what is a jeepney?
0: A jeepney is a mode of transportation used in the uh, in the Philippines. It's spelled J E E P N E Y, and basically it's a modified short bus where there's benches on each side, and you come in the back up the stairs, and then you pay your the driver your your uh, fee, which in the Philippines is PISOs. Okay. And there's a whole funny story about language and learning processes. Um, in Tagalog, the word biad means to pay. In Tagalog, the word bayog means male private parts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's talk about a funny, funny story here and how you learn and give back. But they appreciated the fact I was trying to speak the language. So, like my second day in the Philippines, I'm in Manila, I get on the jeepney and I say, here's my biad. And with my accent being a little New Yorkish and uh, South Florida mixed together, it was. Here's my bayog, meaning biod and I said, No, 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 bayad, bayad now, meaning here's my payment. And you know what? Just by trying to utilize the language you <laughs> learn hysterical. so much and you learn again with business people, don't be afraid to get out mm-hmm. of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid. people aren't gonna laugh at you, and if they do, so be it. Um, That's one of the things I find a lot of entrepreneurs, they get uh, into this fear factor, um, false evidence appearing real. And again, don't allow the fear to hold you back.
2: I love that. False evidence that appears real.
0: Yeah, false evidence appearing real.
2: Oh, I love that, Jonathan. You know, as an entrepreneur, I think we probably all feel that. And I have to tell you a quick thing. Um, When I had gone to this conference two weeks ago, I was meeting with some really, really big buyers. And, um, you know, to sell the concept of Glovies, you know, it's a lot of work. And I just have to tell you, when I had come home, I had a nice long talk with myself on the way, on the airplane And it was funny, Jonathan, when I'm at home in my office, I'm wearing so many different hats. I've got young kids. I've got all this going on. I decided to write a letter to myself before I touched down for that conference. And I just said, you know what? For six long years, I have sacrificed. I have worked really, really hard on my product. It is now time for me to just put the fear factor away. All of that negative, false, You know, evidence that I thought was in my head, I just decided to put it to the side. I have to tell you, I had one of the most successful business trips I've ever had. And it's just so, so true. So when I came home, I just promised myself that that block that I had built up within myself, perhaps it was fear. I just said, I don't care what happens. I am. Tearing down that wall, I don't care if it's made out of bricks, cinder blocks, whatever it is, and I'm just forging ahead. So I just, I love, love that saying, false evidence, you know, appearing true, because it's brilliant. And um, I think it's great. But here we are. We're up on another break. We're halfway through my show, Jonathan. I think I want to have you on for three hours today. (laughs) But we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back with Jonathan Letterman when we get back. Thanks, everyone.
1: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girassi. right after these on toginet.com. Want to work from home and don't have the money or time to start a business? There's another way. Join Daphne Mallory, author, attorney, and work-at-home job expert, along with hiring managers and other guests, as they share real strategies on landing jobs for your best job now. Friday nights at 9 central on toginet.com. learn about the latest scams to avoid hot job opportunities and your options for work as a virtual professional for more on daphne and the show check out her website yourbestjobnow.com plus you can enter the win a job contest where one winner is guaranteed to win a job and sign up for the 30 days to 30k virtual boot camp where you'll work with a group over 30 days to get what you need to earn your first 30000 from work-at-home jobs. Better call in and ask about it. Get help to find your best job now with your host, Daphne Mallory. Friday nights at 9 central on tuggingat.com. How to invest?
3: Where to invest? Where to save? Where to get the right insurance? What to do about taxes? Should I relocate my business or ever purchase a property? That's where Go to My Radio Show comes in. Join host Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on gotomyradioshow.com. Choose the right financial professional and learn more about the products and services while learning the terminology and strategies used by these professionals. Go to My Radio Show is unbiased and Chris Holt, your host. Will ask you the hard questions and take calls to help you connect with the right professional who can help you better handle your financial and business choices. GoToMyRadio show is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future and most of all, choosing the right program and the right professional for you. Go to My radio show with Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central
1: on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Welcome back to Paying a forward the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments lessons learned and sharing those ideas now let's get back to Bang it forward with josephine jirasi on toginet.com
2: well welcome back everyone it's josephine here so before we ask our guest jonathan letterman how he got the nickname j-dog i want to give jonathan the opportunity to tell all of my listeners out there, how you can actually get in touch with Jonathan. So, Jonathan, it's all yours.
0: Josephine, it's very easy to uh, find me. I uh, am a big fan of social media. I am on Twitter, uh, J Dog Letterman. It's uh, www.twitter.com/jdogglederman. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, uh, which is uh, youtube.com/jdogletterman. You can see the theme here. Uh, I also have a blog. Uh, which is www.the-masterofceremony.com. Uh, my email address, if people want information on how to uh, book me, they can uh, email me at rd1299 at aol.com. Uh, I am on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash j Letterman. I also have a Facebook group, uh, Get Motivated with Jonathan j Dog Letterman, where I give a, a daily tip, uh, which hey. a lot of people have commented uh, how much it's helped them uh, in their business. And it's uh, very practical uh, advice uh, for uh, people in business to enhance their personal and professional life. Uh, I'm trying to think other places where you can find me. I'm at uh, Cinch uh, F- cinch.fm with uh, audio... Uh, tips of the day uh basically i try wow. to be everywhere and anywhere that uh, there's uh, social media uh again going back to my three-foot rule if somebody's within three feet of me i'm going to talk to them and i've uh, utilized that with all the uh, social media outlets as well uh, but those are ways people can connect i do have a a, a website as well it's uh, www.jonathanletterman.org And to answer your question about where the j dog comes from. Yeah,
2: tell me. But before we do that, Jonathan, I just wanted to tell my listeners, you truly are a guru when it comes to social media. And I'm not sure if my listeners know that if they ever want to be a guest on my show, they can just get me through social media, which is exactly how... We hooked up. Right. I wouldn't able... say I'm
0: a guru. I, I am like a lot of people. I have a little bit of knowledge, and sometimes a little bit of knowledge can be dangerous <laughs> if you use the proper right. way because you want to use your powers for good. Uh, but I'm learning the Twitter. And my uh-huh. biggest theory is, again, reach out because you never know. I saw you had a radio show. I uh-huh. saw that it was about paying it forward, giving back to the community. I'm a lot about, you know, moving forward, helping people. I actually wear a bracelet from the American Cancer Society with the word hope on it, and it reminds me, help other people excel.
2: Oh, how nice is that? That's great.
0: And that's what, that's what I said. I said, this is, this is the most synergistic relationship we're going to have. She's about paying it forward. I'm about service to the community. Let's connect. And again, about being open and receptive. And that's yeah. where a lot of things happen uh, by being open and receptive. And the story behind my nickname, which is uh, kind of interesting, it it Uh goes back again to the Philippines. Uh, My Filipino counterparts and I went out one night to do karaoke. And a couple of our Peace Corps friends joined us. And one of my Peace Corps friends, uh, Selah, kept telling me, Hey, J Dog, why don't you go up and sing? Hey, J Dog, why don't you go up and sing? Hey, J Dog, why don't you go up and sing? So, and then the whole, the whole time back, they all kept calling me J Dog. Well, That's... I decided I'm you know, launching my website, uh, jonathanletterman.org, um, about two years ago. I'm sitting at my desk and I'm looking. I'm like, Jonathan Letterman, there's thousands when you Google Jonathan Letterman. I wanted to do something with motivation. So I'm like, get motivated with Jonathan Letterman has a good ring to it, but let's see what more is there. And then a vision came over get motivated with Jonathan J Dog Letterman. And I was like, okay, there it is. We're going to use this J Dog. We're going (laughs) to brand myself as J Dog, and uh, people are going to know me. So now on my business cards, it's get motivated with Jonathan J. Dog Letterman. And when I call people on the phone, hi, this is Jonathan J. Dog Letterman, because they may not remember the Jonathan or the Letterman, but they're going to remember J. Dog. I think and it's amazing. It's become, a, it's become a, a, a really cool moniker. And when I was doing, again, going back to Relay for Life, the fundraising, and again, having a gift of being able to get media coverage and find cute angles, the headline I wrote to get into the newspaper was J Dog barks for cancer,
2: Aww.
0: and I real and I, I and I literally wrote about how I literally not barked at people, but you know how um, years ago when you'd go in, and you're in the Manhattan area, New York area, mm-hmm. um, you know the clubs at the, and they would have the front door, and it would be the doorman, often referred the to as a barker, a not a bouncer, bouncer, but a yeah. barker.
2: A barker. Okay. Because
0: they would they would bark out their sales pitch. Talk oh, about see, a one I, minute. T- I didn't
2: go to enough nightclubs, Jonathan. I think I've lived a boring
0: <laughs> life. Well, I, were, I was a I was a student at Hofstra University.
2: Oh wow. Well, okay. Uh, from
0: 1983 to 1987, I did graduate with a bachelor of business administration in marketing. Uh, and uh, very proud of uh, the time that I spent at Hofstra and did a lot of things to pay it forward. My nickname there was a super fan as I supported uh, our athletic programs and I got involved with uh, coaching Special Olympics as well as helping with the uh, Handicap Awareness Week every uh, every year. But the point being is I would uh, host some uh, parties at uh, clubs like the Underground. Oh, and yeah. when you went to the mm-hmm. Underground, there was like, Hey, party tonight at the Underground. Talk about the one-minute elevator speech. Keeping it short and simple. Hey, party at the Underground. Free admission right now, right here. Come see us. And that's the whole idea of the the barker and the barking. And sometimes we have to bark out our message. Not to be loud or obnoxious or intrusive on people, but letting people know who you are, what you do, and how is it benefiting them? Or how are both parties being benefited when they we work together? Oh, and yeah. I, think a I, lot that I
2: always use the phrase, Jonathan, especially when I'm writing a marketing letter or a sales pitch or something. I always say, I always try to close my letter with, here's hoping that we can create a win-win situation for all.
0: I'll give you be- I'll give you a better one.
2: All right, I'm ready. All
0: right. Because remember, when we use the word hope, we're coming from a position of lack. So not here's hoping looking forward to partnering with you to create advances in both of our endeavors.
2: Oh that's great.
0: And that's what those are the things that I that, that I do That's what sets me apart from all these people that, you know I always tell people when somebody says they're a guru, be careful um, and I want to share this with you because again, you called me a social media guru, which I, I'm not. I'm, I'm learning just like everybody else. My learning curve might be a little bit more advanced than others, and I pass on my knowledge to others. Right. I had a gentleman. He professed himself to be a social media expert. He's at a networking event. I'm so-and-so. I'm the social media expert. I am the go-to person. When it, so I la- looked at him. I said, well, let me ask you. You're a social media expert. How many friends do you have on Facebook? Oh, I have 250 friends on Facebook. Well, 250, oh, wow. is, a, 250 is a nice number. I said, um, how many Twitter followers do you I got 125 Twitter followers. Oh, wow. I'm like, all right, not, a, not, a, not an issue. Now, I tend to get a little pompous. I am very sure of myself, and my confidence sometimes gets to be cockiness, and I'm aware of that. And when you're conscious of it, you can improve it and, and change it. So I turned to him and said, well, you know, I'm not an expert by any means. However... When you go to my Facebook profile, there's 1,300 friends. And when you go to my Twitter followers, as of this morning, there's like 812. And I'm not the expert. <laughs> <laughs> because anytime you tell somebody you're the expert, you better be able to back it up. You know, it's the old adage of walk your talk. If I walk in and I tell somebody I am a media relations expert. Well, I am. I know ins and outs of media, how to write press releases. I've had much success at it, and I hate to brag. That's why I tell people, you know, go to the, the blog, www.the-masterofceremony.com, and click on the testimonials. Oh, wow. Let what That's... the other people are saying about me, not even sell me, because I don't sell. I share information. See, the idea of being a salesperson... We're not selling, we're sharing information. We're enhancing each other's personal and professional lives. And, and I think the whole concept, when we, when we shift, and there's a big global shift going on, when we shift the way we look at things as, as business people, I'm not selling you me as a speaker. I'm selling you as someone who's going to disseminate information that at the end of my presentation, the audience is going to have practical Advice that can be implemented right there on the spot. I'm not going to stand up and say, I'm so-and-so and I've made a million dollars. Because, to be honest, I haven't. I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. And there there is no try. You know, people say, oh, I'm trying to do this. No, no, you're, you're either doing it or you're not doing it. There's no middle ground. You're either losing the weight or you're not losing the weight. You're either going swimming and, and going into the deep end or you're not. <laughs> You know, right, right, right. You're either that's going to point. the gym or you're not going to the gym. There's no, well, I'm trying to go to the gym or I should go to the gym. Uh, and that's another principle that I, that I speak on a lot is the I will principle, the idea of, of words have power. And, again, getting back to the whole idea of, of paying it forward, uh, there are so many um, programs to piggyback on. Um, for those that uh, want to help the Muscular Dystrophy Association, for example, They have a program uh, every uh, February and March called Shamrocks Against Dystrophy. Very easy program. You call up the muscular dystrophy office, you get the shamrocks, you sell the shamrocks for a dollar, and at the end of the month, when the campaign's over, you turn in the money. Now, how does this benefit your business? Instead of just writing a check, have the person from the Muscular Dystrophy Association come and accept the check, take a picture.
2: Oh, yeah, Send that's that pic- a great idea.
0: Send that picture out to your media resources, you know, your your electronic media, your regular print media, you know, people that may pick up on the idea that your business just did this project and raised a certain amount of dollars. If you raise a certain threshold with the Muscular Dystrophy Association, they invite you on the MDA telethon which, again, gives you great exposure.
2: Oh, I think that's just so brilliant, Jonathan. And, you know... It's just so rewarding once again. The more that you do, you give back to society. It really does come back and it comes back in lots of different forms. Even if it comes back in high energy, you're able to focus more on your business, get more done and you're giving back at the same time. I I think that's such a great, great idea and um, here we go. We're up on another break, Jonathan. The show is going really fast today. But we're going to be back with some really incredible business tips from jonathan letterman so we'll be back shortly everyone thank you more
1: paying it forward with josephine right after these on the trick to getting published with your host florence blake friday nights at 9 8 central on Toginet.com. flo has seen it done it and now can share from her experiences as a newspaper staff reporter feature writer freelance editor, and college writing instructor, and now Flo has authored a system whereby her students enjoy a 90% success rate in attaining publication of their manuscripts for the first time. In just four years, she has over 800 of her own articles published in national magazines, newspapers, and anthologies. Author of several books, including the powerful memoir, The Sicilian Nobleman's Daughter, Florence has advised and edited professors, deans, PhDs, and hundreds of students' writings before submission. And now it's your turn. Join us Friday nights with your questions. Most of Flo's students say they've learned much and thoroughly enjoyed the journey. It's the trick to getting published with your host, Flo Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. This is a no-brainer. This is about saving money. money. It's extreme couponing in an everyday world. And it's on Toginet, Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, noon Central, with your hosts Joni Deemer and Heather Wheeler. These Crazy Coupon Ladies have been seen on TLC, The Today Show, Reader's Digest, In Touch, and so much more. Check out their website, thecrazy, spelled with a K, couponlady.com. Then join Heather Wheeler and Joni Deemer as these Crazy Coupon Ladies show you how to find coupons and stack them for huge savings. How to make passers-by, gave it your cart full of groceries you purchased for 75% off retail. Extreme Couponing will give you the confidence to strut down the aisles and flaunt your coupons and maybe even wear high heels to the grocery store. It's Extreme Couponing in an everyday world with your hosts, Journey Deemer and Heather Wheeler. Every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 12 noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to bang It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com.
2: Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. So, just in case my husband actually decides to download my show this week, I have to give him a shout out. Tomorrow, it is going to be our 10-year wedding anniversary. And holy moly, I think it's been the 10 longest years of my life, but we've accomplished an awful lot in 10 years, and we have three absolutely beautiful and incredible children, so hats off to my husband also, Chris. Okay, so with that, we have Jonathan on the line that everybody knows. So it's Jonathan J. Dog Letterman. And Jonathan Jonathan was talking about five keys to success. And Jonathan, I know you're from New York because... We tend to talk very, very fast, and I am going to ask you to give me the five keys to success in slow motion.
0: I, I will be more than happy to do that. that <laughs> it's just what happens, you know. You, you want to be heard so much, so I, I developed this loud voice and this fast talking voice, and I have to remind myself to slow down. And I'm going to recommend a very good book to help everybody do that, um, by Eckhart Aswaran Warren, called "Take Your Time." Okay. And, uh, Using the teachings from that book will slow down, and, and so everybody can grasp the uh, concept. The first key to success I came up with was be on time. Okay. The the second one was have a positive attitude. The third one is respect yourself and other people. The fourth, work hard, and the fifth one, studying. You know, study because all of them. You know, being on time is something in our cultures. It's important. Uh, because if you're late, you're, you know, you're perceived to be irresponsible or whatever the case might be. Uh, in other cultures, being on time isn't as of major importance. And I learned that in the Philippines, it was kind of interesting and I can spend a whole hour just on, uh, cultural differences. You know, the other thing is having the positive attitude, you know, when you hit the floor in the morning, being grateful for what you have, you know, thanking a few are tapped into a source, whatever you call your, your higher being, higher calling, um, and coming from a position of gratitude uh, and having that positive attitude, maybe having an affirmation that you say in the morning to uh, get you going like I have. I am, I am caring, giving, always helping others with peace, love, and happiness, putting smiles on people's faces so as to put cash in all the right places and that's my affirmation and i see that every day it uh, hangs right above my uh plaque from wrmf naming me as a hometown hero and right under my million dollar bill with the bible verses on it
2: (laughs) Oh, i think that is so great where did you get the million dollar bill from did you make it yourself
0: no um i was actually at an event and uh i was emceeing and uh like a lot of times, a, a lady came up and goes, "I love your voice," and uh, she says, "Well, have you found Jesus?" Well, my answer to that question all the time with my sense of humor, and it does get me in trouble sometimes. I said, "Well, I didn't really know I was supposed to be looking for him." Oh, No. <laughs> well, this opens up a whole can of worms. I would get... think
2: that didn't go over so well. No, she done.
0: laughed. She laughed, and I said, "No, I said, listen, I don't, I don't like to prophesy." I said, "What, uh, what I've done is I've taken my." teachings of Judaism, Christianity, and Buddhism, and mix them all together, and it works for me. She goes, well, what I'd like to do is give you this million-dollar bill. And on the million-dollar bill, it has the Ten Commandments and uh, ways to find your source and find your path. So I immediately went home and put it up on my wall. Uh, and that's where the positive attitude so comes from. On, on really uh, challenging days... I have a uh, plaque by Vince Lombardi that hangs at the front door of my condo. Um, It's his speech, what it takes to be number one. Because I think when you're in a positive mindset and you go back to the teachings of Napoleon Hill, what the mind can conceive and the heart can believe you can achieve, and you come from that position of gratitude, good things start to happen. The respect for yourself and other, other people is very important because if you take time to look good and feel good, uh, you're going to end up doing good and taking judgment out of the equation. Because the guy that comes into a Dunkin' Donuts with ripped jeans and a Mm T-shirt, he might be that multimillionaire entrepreneur that if you prejudge and say, oh man, he's the ratty looking, I don't want to talk to him. But if you go over and you show that person respect, you never know who that might be.
2: You know what, just on that thought real quick, I would like to add, Jonathan, that um, I was reading an article this morning about some things that we were getting back to school ready for the kids. And the article had to do with what teachers wish the parents would really teach at home. And right on the top of that list was respect. Not only respect for the teachers, respect for others, respect for their belongings at school, and respect for even animals. And I thought that was really, really important. So here it's kind of... You know, ironic how it goes hand in hand with everything you're saying today. Yep. And how it's respect in business is important. It, it
0: happens in business too. And and the one thing that I I would recommend to teachers if if they're allowed to play the song, I think it's Aretha Franklin, Respect.
2: Oh, sure, yeah.
0: So on the first day of school for, you know, start with that as your as your character building. And the first week, don't even worry about opening up a textbook. Yeah. Find out about the students in your class. Because yeah. when you show them that you care, they're going to care. And that's the whole idea of the segue into working hard. You know, everything that we do, not it, there are certain things in life that come easy. I was given a gift. Uh, didn't realize that I had this gift till later on in my life with the voice. And it's taken some hard work. Every, every chance I get, I hone my skills. For example, last night I was going to announce the Sunrise Gators. Uh, it's a youth football team. They had a makeup game. We get everything set up, and the microphone won't get a signal on the mixing board. Oh no! But I still practiced trying to get it to work. When I realized that it wasn't going to work, I didn't get mad or angry. I just went about my business, and I started to watch the game. And I started to think, what would I have said on this play? What might I have said on that play? And it, and I just processed. And I took it as an opportunity to learn and to see things from a different perspective. And when I got home, what did I do? As I turned on a rerun of a football game, turned off the volume, and just started practicing. My neighbors must have wondered what was going on in my house. <laughs> Mom, but always, so always honing your, always honing your skill.
2: You know, yeah, working I, hard,
0: uh... being willing to work hard. You know, uh, getting an A or a B in, in school doesn't come by the snap of a finger. Making $100,000, making a million dollars, doesn't come easy. Ask anyone who has been successful one of their key ingredients, and it's the fact they were willing to work hard. Ask a successful football coach why his team outperformed another team in the Super Bowl. And they will tell you, because the week leading up to Super Bowl, we worked and we worked and we drilled and we just ate, drank, and slept football and we were focused and, and we were passionate. And during the game, because of that, some of the breaks went their way, and they won a Super Bowl. Uh, same thing with studying. I'm a big fan of, of, of the motivational speakers like Les Brown or Dr. Wayne Dyer or Deepak Chopra. So I study them. I watch what are their mannerisms. What are they doing in their marketing? Where are the people that are successful in my field? What are they doing? Are they producing books? Are they producing CDs? And I study what's, what's going on. I study the trends. To see what's happening. And then I look and I say, what do I bring to the table? How can my studying them make me a better speaker? Or how can my getting to know editors? So always studying. I think
2: that's great. You know, Jonathan, what brilliant advice. I'm so happy, but we're um we're coming up to the close of our show and I want to have enough um time to go through our um five business tips that you were so kind to um provide us. So, are you okay with that? Jonathan? I'm great.
0: I'm 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 good to go.
2: Okay, great. So let's talk, and I know you already mentioned it earlier. So the first one is be of service and value.
0: Yes, be of service and value. You know, have a value that you bring to the table and be of service in your community. You know, what, what uh, challenge does your product or service solve in your community? Um, And how can you serve your community? How can you be that person of service that's there when your client needs you or customer needs you or patient needs you? And adding value, you know, what do you bring to the table that other people in your industry don't? For me, I bring a background in newspaper. So when I tell somebody I can write a media release and come up with a really good headline, that is my value. Oh, I love
2: it's so, so important, Jonathan. It's all about the hook. And it sounds like you're really great at that. Yep. So um, we have less than two minutes, Jonathan. No so problem. we gonna go, through these. I'm going to move on to number two, which is use a three-foot rule. And we already talked about that, which is great. More or less, just get to know anybody who comes within three feet of you. Yep. Correct? The third one, find the angles that pique interest. You want to tell
0: us a little about yeah. that? Yeah, um, this all stemmed from again being at a local Starbucks and being tuned into what people are talking about. Listen to their conversation, and then find something. If they say something that you do, that's your in to. Walk over and say, hi, how you doing? I heard you mention that uh, you're interested in losing weight. Well, I have a wellness company that I represent. Here's information on it.
2: Oh, that's uh, a great point, Jonathan, even with social media, to start engaging with your followers. You know, I think that's really, really important. Um, number four, deliver what you promised.
0: Yes, I call it uh, D de- DWIP deliver what you promised. If you promised somebody that you were going to have their product to them on a certain date, if you promised that you were going to give them a refund or a discount, uh, make sure you deliver.
2: Okay, great. And our last one is align yourself with community events and organizations.
0: Right, and that's that's basically finding things that you're passionate about that you're comfortable with. Um, Like I said, Relay for Life is one of my... uh, events that I go to and I volunteer as the Master of of Ceremonies. It gets me out in front of a lot of people, and it has led to paying gigs because people hear the voice, and they get to know who you are. Uh,
2: I I think that that is so, so great. Jonathan, I'm sad that we're coming up You know, to the end of our show here, I want to thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward. And to all my listeners, if you'd like to get in touch with Jonathan J. Dog Letterman, you can find him at www.JonathanLetterman.org. Thanks, Jonathan.
0: You're welcome. I thank you, Josephine. And until next week, everybody, stay positive.
2: Okay, thanks, Jonathan. Okay, we'll see everyone next week on Paying It Forward. Have a great week, everyone.
1: Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on talking dot This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,